Our first guest tonight has Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley, and the late great Muhammad Ali amongst his fans. Even Dave Chappelle has hailed him as one of his favorite live performers. How are you doing? You may recognize me. I was once an Olympic figure skater. <laughs> that damn Tanya Hardy. I've been having a lot of fun here. I've started blending in today. These vatos, they wanted me to join their gang. <laughs> Not because they thought I was tough. They just wanted to be able to park in handicapped parking. <laughs> Remember that lady who sued McDonald's because she spilled hot coffee in her lap? The jury awarded her $2.9 million. $2.9 million. Hello? <laughs> I've done that. But I kind of liked it. <laughs> I was in a restaurant a while back. I started choking. I tried to get help. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? I accidentally proposed to a deaf girl. <laughs> so I'm married now. My wife never listens to me. <laughs> I am married for a while. My wife has been finding herself. So I bought her a map <laughs> and wrote 
you are here. to be here. <laughs> Sometimes I do things that make my wife mad at me, like the time she got a mild concussion, <laughs> when I tried to hit the snooze alarm <laughs> with the lamp. Every nine minutes? <laughs> I said I was sorry. <laughs> but she never listened to me. <laughs> I've been married five years, and I think our wedding vows should have been different. I think what I should have heard was, you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> Anything you say can and will be used against you over and over and over again. Thank you. I think it's time we got you to meet Chris Fonseca. The man, the myth, the legend. Chris Fonseca, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Great to see you. It is really great to see you. It's been some time. It has. It has. I mean, the last time I saw you... I, 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 I think the last time we, we, we well, we, I'm sure we crossed paths after that at the comedy yeah. store, for sure. But I do remember very vividly one time during the day, I was going upstairs, going upstairs to Mike Becker's office to find you and your wheelchair sitting outside his door. And all I could think was, how, the, how did this happen? <laughs> I must have been owed money. <laughs> Oh, that's, and that's, that, that's, that's the one reason. You will drag your chair up the stairs to get that money, won't you? Yeah, following the mighty dollar. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Chris, how long have you been doing comedy? Because, I mean, you were doing it 30 years ago? So yeah, since... I, I just celebrated my 36th anniversary. You were doing comedy six years before I met you? Yeah. Wow. You've been doing comedy long than, longer than Stephen Pearl. Oh, wow. Yeah, because Stephen Pearl, because that means you started in what, 74? 84. Yeah. Oh, 84. That's okay. No, not longer than Steve Pearl then. Right, yeah. Okay. I really, I really wanted to rub his nose in that. Now, now you just kind of missed me up there. That's, yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That's All right. Mapping. I know, I know. Well, I, you know, the, I, I ran out of fingers. So what, what are you going to do? <laughs> you are one of the sharpest minds in comedy. I've seen, I've seen the stuff you write, the, the posts you make. 
and just just the the sheer joy that I get out of out of out of the things that you've put up. You uh, who 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 is your who is who were you surprised was was a fan of yours? What celebrity did you when you went when you found out they were your fan? What was the first, who, what was the one that blew your mind? Um, actually, Muhammad Ali. I ran into him. Uh, With your chair? Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> he was not too, not too quick. In the <laughs> no longer floated like a butterfly. Oh, he went, but he did go flying like a bee after you hit yeah. him, right? That's. <laughs> I ran into him in Universal Studios. And ah. They actually leaned over and whispered, you're a very funny man. Oh, my goodness. I love that. Well, because you worked, you worked with his daughter, right? I remember you worked, yeah, you, know, you, worked, you worked with May May. So that's, I do remember that very well. What is, uh, so you used to go out on the road a lot, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, uh. A lot. I mean, I, I mean, even old school. <laughs> I was mainly based out of Colorado. Mm-hmm. But I traveled from coast to coast, like planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh my! <laughs> Literally. <And laughs> let me tell you a story real quick. One time. I was kind of desperate to get to Phoenix, mm-hmm. and, and I was kind of low on money, so I went on Craigslist to look at the right here. Yeah. And anyway, I set up this ride with this guy. <laughs> From Denver, mm-hmm. I didn't know he was deaf. <laughs> because of course, emailing back and forth, you had no idea. Exactly. So here I am on this fourteen-hour drive with the deaf guy. Oh, and like. <laughs> He's almost driving up the road trying to read my lips. Oh. And then, like, literally in the middle of the trip, we stopped for lunch and we were writing notes on the notepad uh-huh. back and forth. And, like, he decided. Like in the middle of this trip, that I needed to pay him more money. So he's writing on the notepad, I need an extra hundred dollars or whatever. Oh. Like this, that was not the, the deal. You know? So it was just. Like a scene from a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Oh man. Well, you know, you, 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 you might die in comedy. Literally. That's. <laughs> oh my. So, so uh, <clears throat> what's the furthest you've ever traveled to do a show? I went over to the island of Guam. Oh. I was actually invited by the governor of Guam to do this big benefit. And it was great. They flew me and my ex-wife out there and we stayed at the Guam Hilton, which was very nice. Not very resort like, but it's funny. Here we are at this fancy hotel, and on the lunch buffet, of course, they have crabs and lobster and blah blah blah. Right in the middle of that is a plate of spam. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, am I being punked? Is Ashton Kutcher? Like, what the hell? And they explained to me that in Guam, or on Guam, Spam mm-hmm. is like a mainstay because during World War II, they couldn't get fresh meat. And so spam became like part of their diet. Oh, gee whiz. Pretty crazy. Well, you know, th- thank goodness, thank goodness they didn't have Vienna sausages on there. Exactly. <laughs> now your ex-wife, your ex wait, wait, you 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 were married. Yes, I was actually Married twice. Twice? Yeah. And both of them were named Debbie or Deborah, mm-hmm. which, which is kind of weird. Well, you know, does that mean you have, now, did they, did you have a type? <laughs> I or were they very, di- or were they, di- were they, were they different types yeah, of women? Yeah, they were very different. Oh. And, but it's interesting. And of course, I'm a big Elvis fan. And Elvis had a song called The Devil in Disguise. Mm-hmm. With my experience, I think of it as The Debbie in Disguise. Oh well, there, there you go, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you found him twice, right? <laughs> but you have, you have sired how many kids? How many children do you have? I have five children. Two of them were already born, and my ex-wife had two boys when we met and got married. Uh huh. And are you and you're still in touch with all the kids? Yeah, and yeah. close relationships with my kids. You know, um, 
five kids. Yeah. May seem like a lot, but I'm Mexican. That's the minimum. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, uh, you you know you and you uh, you and I guess Jerry Jewell, right? Or were were the were the kind of like the forerunners to to yeah. getting people aware of, of 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 comedy for folks with you know what was what is your condition? Cerebral palsy. Oh, and and Jerry's is as well, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you, but yeah, you two were were like the 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 prominent prominent faces of showing people that yes, people people with cerebral palsy are are very are very smart, very funny people with with a very you know with a very quick mind, even if even if the body isn't keeping up with it. Right. Yeah. What is uh what uh. What uh, what comedian did you did you find at, at the comedy store was was your favorite person to watch? Who was who was your favorite? Well, that the hard one, um, because of course I go back to like the Sam Kennedy day. Oh. You know, Sam was always funny, and, you know the. So many guys that came through. Yeah. It's hard to pick one. Exactly, but but you know, the, so so there was nobody that like really that that was like that nobody for you that was really kind of the standout person that that you said, oh, I that's I that's the I really like that guy. Yeah, Bill Hicks was oh. fun to watch. You know? He was. I, I was pretty good friends with Bill, and I saw him develop, you know, because he kind of started out like we all did back then, mm -hmm. with the student tie. Oh, yeah. The clean, you know, non-offensive stuff, and to see him develop into what he was, before he passed, that was a pretty cool thing. To to why? Because yeah, you all of these, all of these, all of these big comedians that you watched when they were coming up, because you were coming up right around the same. You were coming up the same time they were. And, right, and, and like even Doug Stanhope. Oh, Doug and I for a while had the same manager, and Doug. Again, with nothing like it now. No, no, not in the least. <laughs> Do out of out of all the out of all the folks that we've uh, all out of all the comedians we've lost over the years, aside from Sam, who uh, who, who did you feel the most? Aside from Sam and Bill, um, Mitch Hedberg. I knew Mitch real well, and. I'm not sure if you know, but like in August, I'll be sober from drinking eight years. And when I last saw Mitch, uh, he was in pretty bad shape. And I said, look, this is kind of like the kettle 
calling the pod blasters vice versa because I'm still drinking pretty heavy back then. Mm-hmm. But then you gotta stop. And then sadly a couple months later he passed away. Yeah, I was I was friends with his uh his mom, Mary, for a while on uh on Facebook. And so she was a wonderful lady. Mitch was Mitch was awesome. I loved I loved Mitch too, you know, and uh I've uh I you know and, and Felicia talked a lot about him, you know. Oh yeah. Felicia yeah. Do, you, do you know Brian Mellow at all? Uh, yes. Yeah, Brian and Tom Hester are good friends of mine. Oh, well, that is awesome. We all hung out with Mitch. Yeah, he was he was definitely a character. He was, uh, I always like to think of him as kind of like the uh, the Stephen Wright of the next generation because he had all those one-liners and 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 his delivery was very his delivery was you know Stephen Wright's was definitely more deadpan but but Mitch's delivery was very was kind of along those lines but in a groovy hippie sort of way yeah exactly I ask, I ask all of my I ask all of my guests this out of all the people you have ever worked with who would who would you say deserves to be locked up in an asylum? <laughs> well, other than me, you, other than me, and that's a good question. Um, I, I maybe Stanhope. Oh yeah, well Stanhope for sure. I think I think I've given Stanhope as the option. Everybody's taking Doug. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you and Stanhope, huh? Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah. So so you're you're rocking the Zen Garden backdrop there. I see. That yeah. that yeah, the Zen Mountain. Excuse me. Exactly. Got the, got the cherry blossoms there. <laughs> yeah, it's Mount Fiji. Exactly. Well, you know, you look like you're you're getting set to impart some serious wisdom. And you know, and you have done so very, very well. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, what? What music did you listen to? What music did you listen to when you hit the road? What was your? What was your? What were your go-to jams? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I'm kind of a country boy. I grew up like in rural Colorado, mm-hmm. but. For the longest time, my road buddy was a guy named Tokyam. He was based out of Colorado. He did like a biker's character. And so he was more of a classic rock. Well, what's classic rock now? But yeah, well, we would have called rock back then, exactly. Yeah, I remember like hearing Guns N' Roses for the first time and playing that cassette over and over. <laughs> Appetite for Destruction? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, by the way, did you ever do any dancing with Mr. Brownstone? 
No, I didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. You had enough meds of your own, right? <laughs> exactly. Is that why most comedians friended you? Because you know, you're, you're, you'll enjoy this muscle relaxer? <laughs> oh, yeah. If I had a nickel for every time people would ask me, hey, do you have any description? <laughs> And I wish I did. <laughs> I would have a fortune by now. Exactly. Well, you know, I know that feeling, brother. It is always good to see you, man. I'm glad to see you looking so well. You you are, you know, you are looking amazing. Oh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Well, yeah, you do. Well, you're looking great, you know. I know that you, I know that you recently got, got, the, you got the do done. Did you get that done for me? Because you're like, I'm going to be on camera, and I didn't want the, you didn't want the wild sideburns? Exactly. <laughs> I thought I'm going to clean up to this guy because I cannot pronounce his last name. So... Don't feel bad. I can't either. <laughs> so, the least I can do look good. Well, that's okay. Well, you you know the fact that the fact that you remembered me and and took my request. I mean, you know, I normally normally I have to really beg and grovel. And I tell you what, I really appreciate that. I was really excited because I said, you know what, I want to get Chris Fonseca on. I you know I haven't I have not talked to him in ages. And you know, and you're far more entertaining than either either Krang or Pearl. I was just like, oh, uh, <laughs> I, I was falling asleep with those guys. But but you're here. You're doing a great job. <laughs> I hope they didn't hear me. They didn't hear me say that, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who who do you who do you think I who do who do you think I should try to who do you think I should try to wrangle next? Um, you know, Simbad. Simbad? Yeah. <laughs> Can you put in a good word for me? Yeah, I can. I never, you know, in all the time that I worked at the comedy store, I never met Simbad. Oh, really? Yeah. I never met Simbad. He is a very good friend of mine. Actually, my comedy mentor. He's your comedy mentor? I love yeah. that. That's that yeah. is awesome. Yeah, if you'd hook that up, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to talk to him. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. That was a great interview. Is he? Well, you're a very, you're a pretty darn good interview yourself. I gotta say. I I've been trying to keep it PG thirteen because I've been trying to get my mom to watch, but every so often I, I have I have let a little language slip. Right. And then I really let things slip when I had Steve Pearl on the show. <laughs> that just that was just whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Are, are you are you telling me I, I I should have I should have known better? Yeah, you should have had that five second delay. Well, there you go. I should have edited the whole thing, but then you know it would have just been me. It would have basically been an interview of me doing nothing but laughing because I would have had to edit every joke. <laughs> oh, I can't put that one in there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was he was awesome. I enjoyed that very much, and it's up on YouTube. Where yours is going to be. I'm going to throw, well, I have the, I do this, I put this up on Facebook on Monday nights and then I put it up on Facebook and I do put it up as a podcast. So I got to make, got to make sure your audio is good on that. I might have to, I might have to go through and do some editing, but I think you're awesome, man. That's some great, some great stories there. Did you, did you, uh, did you hit any award shows when in your career? 
Yeah, I did the comedy award back in the day. Oh, do you, do you remember George Carter? George Carter, yes. Yeah, George Slaughter. Oh, George Slaughter. Oh, George. Yeah. I know George Slaughter very well. Yeah, George <laughs> used to produce the Comedy Award every year. Yeah, George Slaughter, the executive producer of Laugh-In. Right. Right. I know and, George. <laughs> yeah, George is a great guy. And one year, he had me on, and... It was the, that was the cool or one of the coolest but scariest nights that I ever performed because the audience is all comedians. I mean, right in front of me was the whole cast of Seinfeld, but. Behind them were Tom Hanks and Phil Hartman. Dangerfield was there. Richard Pryor was in the audience. It's like, what am I doing up here? Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yeah, those. That was. Yeah, that was back in. The, oh wow. And, you you. And the only two people that actually do stand-up that night because everyone else was, like, presenting mm -hmm. or, you know, doing some kind of sketch. Um, the only two people doing actual stand-up was me and Henny Youngman. Oh my goodness! I, I now I I am refraining. I'm you know I'm refraining from saying it because I know you would say it. What 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 would you normally say in this situation? Take my wife, please. please. <laughs> and also, well, technically, technically, Chris Henny was the only one who did stand up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. Oh. I love, I, I love, I've always loved your sense of humor about stuff. You, uh, you've always, you've always, you've always been so great with, with, with uh, I don't know if you read my promo, but I did, I did mention that folks should bow before the wheelchair. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> because you, like I said, the stuff that comes out, it comes out of your head. Just, I'm like, okay, I, I wouldn't have given, I would not have thought of it that way. And I, I end up, I, I'm laughing in front of my computer and, and and the girl I live with walks by going, what what is your deal? And I'm like, I, I just read something Chris wrote. Don't 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 worry. <laughs> but it, are you so you, are you gonna are you gonna are you is your is your book going to be an autobiography? Yes, it is. I've been working on it for a couple of years and I'm trying to not do like the standard, you know handicapped person does well like good boy. right you're not yeah you're not you're not looking for the you're not looking for the pat on the head for the yeah. no I, I get you no yes honestly you've lived more life than I have okay <laughs> I have I have no kids that I'm aware of I've I've only had I've only had one failed marriage 
So I mean, you're <laughs> you're way ahead of the curve here. If any, if yeah, anything, me for for a kid with a disability to grow up in rural Colorado and then to make it as a stand-up comic and then like literally be friends with entertainment icons like Stevie Wonder. Yes. Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. Yes. I, I, you know, it's just like mind-blowing to me. And Stevie, have you ever met Stevie at all? I actually, I actually did meet him. He came out to the comedy store one time. I did meet him. I remember meeting uh, MC Hammer. I remember meeting Mike Tyson. I, I I remember so many people coming through there, and and uh, I and I do very well remember. I do remember Stevie being there. Yeah, um, I'll get back to Stevie, but you reminded me one night I was at the comedy store. Right, and it was back. Well, I was still in my drinking days. Mm-hmm. And I felt something cold at the top of my head. And I thought, what the heck? And I look up, and there's Shaquille O'Neal. He bought me a Corona. And <laughs> hysterical. I mean... I remember when he first got to town, man. I, I did, and he had just gotten to the Lakers, so this must have been right around '96, uh, right? Right. Yeah. I remember. I remember Shaquille very well. I, I remember I was working in a club, and I was up in the DJ booth, and my DJ platform was like an extra foot up. So I'm six foot already. So I'm right. six foot tall. Shaquille O'Neal comes up, and he he comes up from the outside of the booth. I'm standing on the platform. And he's still looking down on me. Wow. <laughs> and so I'm like, hi. And I go to shake his hand. And, and you know, it's Shaquille O'Neal. You feel like a little kid when he shakes your hand, don't you? You're like, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I really, I'm really, I'm really glad to talk to you. And I hope you are doing incredibly well. And uh, you're, you're still performing. You're, you're, you're sticking locally in most of your performing these days? Um, I'm doing stuff. In and around Denver, but yeah. when I can, I still go out on the road. Mm. I've got, like I said, family in Texas. Oh, yeah. So I still go down there a couple times a year and go out. Well, now, do you talk to, do you talk to Harry Basil at all? I do every now and then, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he's got he's got to he's got to hook that up, I think. He really he really needs to do that. Get you yeah. out to there to the Tropic Laugh Factory or Tropicana. Right. And hang you go hang out with Carla Bow, man. Oh, Carla Bow? Yeah. 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 That I sounds would... like some good fun there, man. Yeah, Chris, we... I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign off here, brother. This has been an awesome interview with you, man, and it's really nice to see you. You're looking amazing. 
especially for, oh, wait, that's right. You're a granddad now, right? Yes, How many grandkids sir. do you have? I have one. Just one? Yes, I, I'm sure more will be on the way, but for now I have one, a two-year-old granddaughter named Sophia. For Sophia. Now that's uh, S-O-F-I-A, Sophia? <laughs> so. P-H-I-A. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there we go. Well, I, I'm, you know, being Latina and all, I just assume maybe. Right. <laughs> Partially Latina. I thought maybe that's, you know, that was the spelling. Right. It's so good to see you, brother. You have a very good night, and we'll talk soon. You too. Take care. Dude. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. For the last couple of years, Chris has been in assisted living and he still goes out and tries to perform, but in the wake of COVID-19 and the coronavirus, he's been having issues getting out and supporting himself. If you'd like to help, you can go to paypal.me slash crazylegscomedy and make a contribution. He'd greatly appreciate that.